Welcome into episode 51 of the Just Talk Pod with George Arjour. Today's episode is a quick, quick 15 minute just rant session about the NBA returning, Drew Brees and LeBron James, and a little bit about uh, Colin Kaepernick, I guess, and Drew Brees' comments. Uh, LeBron's response to Drew Brees came out right in the middle of the episode while I was recording live, so I kind of just. Did a quick reaction to that. It was a really short episode, but a lot of fun. Friday, we'll be back with some more. We're trying a couple new segments here this week. Really looking forward to continually growing this podcast with you guys and uh, hopefully have some more great guests on here in the future as we are growing day by day and getting closer to sports. So enjoy this episode. As always, rate, review, and subscribe. And check out the That Being Said podcast with me, myself, and my brother, Sammy Jarjour, on the Sports on Tap Network. And as always, this episode is brought to you by thesportsontap.com, our amazing website. You'll love it. Check it out. And lastly, a quick word from one of our sponsors. All right, welcome into episode 51. And as always, if you are wa- listening to the podcast, this is live on Periscope at the moment. And we're just, you know, talking about all the little news stories that are occurring all over the world of sports today. We got, you know, the Drew Brees stories, the NBA is back, um, what that means for Zion Williamson. There's a lot of different news stories here. And I'm just waiting for a couple people to log on here. And we'll get started with the podcast, like I said, at Gijarjour on Twitter. You can listen in always on what I have to say about all these things, unless I'm doing an open letter day or one of those days, then I'm not live. But, you know, a lot of times just go follow me there and I'll be a live talking sports a lot of the times. We're going to start off today with the biggest news. The NBA is back. The NBA is back in action. Uh, July 31st, it looks like, on a bubble city Orlando it is with uh, 22 teams, and that will include Zion Williamson. That's great news. But what I have to say today is I'm disappointed in the NBA. I have to say a little bit disappointed. July 31st is a long time from now. That's a little under 60 days from today before the NBA season will resume, and it's just taking too long. I mean, I've constantly called Adam Silver the most overrated commissioner in all of sports. And I don't think, by the way, that means he's a bad commissioner. I know I say overrated, so people always go up on my comments and say, oh, my God, he's a good commissioner. And, yeah, he's an okay commissioner. But I think the NBA was too focused on how long it was going to take to get the NBA season rolling again versus getting the NBA season an important time to finish the season. And October 12th is the set date for the last day that the NBA finals could be played. And that is just too, too far from now. And it's against college football and the NFL, and if baseball's going on, the World Series, and well, it wouldn't be World Series time, but it'd be playoff baseball time as well. And I would like Adam Silver and the NBA to send a message to Rob Manfred and ask him, hey, how does it go when you go head-to-head against the NFL? Usually not good. The World Series will not play on Sundays most of the time anymore because it doesn't want to go against the NFL. So 
for the NBA to believe that they can go up against the NFL and try to compete for ratings and dollars. Like ratings does not just mean how many people watch. It's how much money is it going to produce for the league. It's absurd. It's like shooting yourself in the own foot. And the NBA has got it completely off point here. You can't go against the NFL. You can't do it. Now, on that week that the NBA Finals would supposedly end October you know, 5th through 12th week, on October 8th, the NFL has the Bucks at Bears. That's Tom Brady and the Buccaneers on Thursday night football against Chicago Bears. You got LSU at Florida, Auburn at Georgia, Texas at Oklahoma, Michigan at Michigan State, Stanford at Notre Dame in college football. All pretty big rivalry games, which I would assume would draw more crowds, more ratings, and more interest than the NBA Finals. And this is all a caveat if LeBron James is in the Finals or not, too. Then on that Sunday, you got the Eagles at Steelers, rivalry game. Giants at Cowboys, rivalry game. Vikings at Seahawks, who somehow tend to play every single year and is always a highly entertaining game with two of the best teams in the NFC. You really think you're going to be able to compete against those ratings? I would bet not NFL, NBA. Now, if you got lucky, maybe LeBron James and the Lakers make the NBA Finals. That's the best-case scenario. You get LeBron James in the Finals, that could shift the ratings a little bit. But let's just say, for worst-case worst sake, that the Clippers and the Raptors make the Finals. I'm not even going to go with the Bucs. Let's go with the Raptors for a second, even though I think the Bucs will make the Finals. And even if the Bucs do, you got an international star in Giannis who still is not getting eyes to the American public, right? Like I'm watching the NBA finals, no matter what happens, you put in anyone in there, I'll watch. But if you're telling me it's Toronto versus the Clippers and it's going on at the same time as my Seahawks play the uh, Vikings on Sunday night football, I'm probably tuning in to the Vikings and Seahawks and having the other game on the small TV. Why? Because the NFL is king college football is the prince. The NBA, you're a high-ranking official in the kingdom. You are not the NFL. You are not the the college football. You're just not. I mean, let's let's be frank about this. They are not. Now, I understand the player safety thing. I understand. And here is my biggest question for the NBA. And I, I haven't seen anyone answer this yet. And this is a huge question to ask the NBA. If you are planning to start July 31st in Orlando, in a bubble city, where the players can't travel out of a city, there's going to be no home court advantage, and teams are all going to be quarantined in a bubble. I saw today that they're going to be able to go golfing with each other and hang out at restaurants as long as there's social distancing, which makes no sense because you're not going to be social distancing on the court when they're playing defense. But what happens to your your league's approval rating to the American public? What happens to your league's outlook to people in general 
if the NFL is playing, if college football is playing and they have fans in the stadium, meanwhile, the NBA is in a bubble quarantine with no fans in the stadium. It's a horrible look for the NBA. Now, I know people like some people are like, oh, yeah, they're practicing safety and all this. But a vast majority of this country might have a really big problem and even a bigger problem wanting to tune into the NBA finals if there's no fans versus watching a college football game that could be filled with fans or an NFL game that could be filled with fans. And I don't know if fans will be in any of these games. But they might be. So the NBA should watch out for that. And, so, and no one's ever answered that. And another question here is, why is it taking so long? Why July 31st? Why, why aren't we starting a month from now? Maybe I'm being naive. But if Italy, who had a way higher per capita rate of a coronavirus than us, is starting in June 21st in their soccer leagues, and that's not in a quarantine bubble, Spain almost approved having fans in stadiums and starting higher per capita in the United States in the coronavirus. The English Premier League is starting in, I think, 13 days from now. German Bundesliga has already started. Why July 31st? I want this question answered. I think it's very important that we answer this question because July 31st is a long time from now. And to me, the NBA is missing a huge, huge opportunity here to take away from the problems in the society and have us watch the NBA, enjoy the NBA, and not compete with anyone. If baseball can't get their shit together, the summer of basketball could have been happening. Instead, we got two months of preparation. Use your head, Adam Silver, because you're not. You really are not. So that's a big piece of news today. Um, I do want to talk about shortly. Drew Brees had some comments that a lot of people had problems with. And I'm going to tell you why I believe, you know, whether or not you agree, disagree, whatever you may think of the comments Drew Brees said, it's not the time for it. Drew Brees said here that, um, what do you, what he said, on the George Floyd killings. Never agree with anyone disrespecting the stand flag of the United States, kind of referencing Colin Kaepernick and all this. LeBron James was very quick to chime in here on this. Uh, I just noticed this right now as I'm talking to you guys here on the podcast. I'm going to read what LeBron James had to say. He said, wow, man, it is still surprising at this point. Sure isn't. You literally still don't understand why Cap was kneeling on one knee. Has absolutely nothing to do with the disrespect of a flag and our soldiers, men and women who keep our land free. My father-in-law was one of those. Um, did not know LeBron James's father-in-law was a um, a a soldier. So shout out to him. And LeBron is in a way here, and I've been critical of LeBron many times in his political stances and the way he talks and the way I feel like he kind of just throws things out there sometimes wrongly. But I have to say, LeBron is right here. Uh, a lot of us, my, I, I personally would stand for the flag under any circumstance. That's just me personally. But I think we are getting to the point here in America where even though I, I, I don't think Colin Kaepernick knew what he was doing. I'm not a Colin Kaepernick guy. I don't think he was blackballed. I don't think Colin Kaepernick was – I don't think he's informed enough. I think Colin Kaepernick was making a statement, and I think if he was a good football player, he'd still be in the NFL. Colin Kaepernick is not does not need to be the voice of all this because Colin Kaepernick is no voice. He still hasn't really done a public interview. And he's not a leader, so I'm, I'm not going to 
defend Colin Kaepernick under any circumstance. But I'm going to defend LeBron here because he's right. This whole thing is not about disrespecting the flag. It's not about this. It is about ending a problem of racism in this country. And it's pretty simple. There is a big, big problem. And if you don't like what Colin Kaepernick did, that's fine. If you think that you shouldn't kneel, that's fine. But to criticize someone kneeling is not fine. And I'm not criticizing him for kneeling. I think a lot of people have kneeled. A lot of people put their fists up and they were very well informed. I just don't think Colin Kaepernick was the right voice for this because I don't think he spoke. He wasn't vocal. I don't think Colin Kaepernick is a leader. But that's a whole different case for a different day. But what LeBron James said is here, this is not about disrespecting the flag. This is not about disrespecting soldiers. This is not about that. This is about police brutality and taking a knee and making some sort of stand against racism. And LeBron is right here, right? Like I, we're doing a podcast later today. You tune into the That Being Said podcast with me and my brother, and we're talking to two friends who are African American, and they're gonna, you know, give all their uh, two of our best friends actually, and they're gonna just give their stories and why they find this very valuable for the move for the Black Lives Matter and all this. And like, look, it's pretty simple. This is not our job as non-black, as non-African American, as non. Uh, I'm a minority, but I haven't really, I'm not in those neighborhoods living day to day like many people are. So it's not my job. It's not your job. It's not these people on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram's jobs to tell them who feel oppressed how they should feel. If you feel oppressed and there's a large group of people in this country who feel oppressed, then they have the right to feel oppressed. Plain and simple. It's not your job to tell people how to feel. So for Drew Brees to go out and say this, not good, Drew. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just not the right time. I know you're trying to appease your base, but it's not the right time, Drew. You can say I stand with what's going on. I can stand with the solidarity. But instead, you got to make it about yourself and about the base of people you are kind of trying to appeal to. And Drew Brees is wrong for that. LeBron James with the tweet. One of the time I most agree with LeBron James's tweet is this one. Once again, he said, wow, man, it is still surprising at this point. Is it still surprising at this point? Sure is it. You literally don't understand why Cap was kneeling on one knee. has absolutely nothing to do with disrespect of our flag and our soldiers, men and women who keep our land free. My father-in-law was one of those. And I, I agree with LeBron here. Uh, the reason Colin Kaepernick, even though I, I said, I don't agree with Colin Kaepernick. I'm not a Colin Kaepernick guy because I don't think he did a good job by wearing pig socks, by um, – you know, wearing a shirt, basically saying, uh, or basically supporting Fidel Castro. I, he's in, in an uninformed, but he did know that there was a problem of police brutality and he got on one knee to oppose that. And he talked to a soldier before, like he had nothing wrong in his head. Like Drew Brees was not, Colin Kaepernick was not trying to offend anyone. And he offended a lot, large group of people that should not have been offended. If you were offended by that, go look in the mirror because I'm not offended by any of this shit. If there's a group of people in this country who feel like they are underrepresented, they've been oppressed for 400 years, you aren't the one who needs to tell them how to feel. And that's plain and simple. 
So once again, that that's all I got to say about that. Tune into me and my brother's podcast today. That that being said, podcast um, with George and Sammy with the Jorjor brothers is going to be rebranded to that soon. Thank you for listening. This has been the Just Talk podcast with George Jorjor. Uh, on Friday, I'm starting a new segment. So I have my open letter. I'm this. This is kind of what I'm going to try to do here, week to week basis, just to let everyone know who listens to this podcast as we continue to grow. We're going to have a Monday or once a week an open letter pod. Once a week, a guest pod. And once a week, this is my favorite one, the tweet pod. I'm going to find 30, 40, 50, whatever it might be, tweets, read them, dissect them, and call them out or agree with them. Just a bunch of tweets I like throughout the internet. So I, I can't wait for this one. And Instagram posts too. It's not it's just like social media, but we're calling it tweets. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in today. This has been episode 51 of the Just Talk podcast. Please follow, subscribe, and review this podcast. Share it with some friends. We love having more listeners. So um, a lot of stuff I put out here is, is um, you know, some people don't agree with it. Some people really agree with me. Some people don't like me because I'm, I'm my opinions might not be exact, might go against the grain a little bit, but that's fine. <laughs> I, I love y'all. I love all my listeners. Please share this with everyone. Thanks for listening. Oh, thank you.